Welcome into the Soren Sports Podcast. I faked out Alan here, and I probably faked out a lot of you based on uh, how you know the song goes and when I usually come in. Uh, but yeah, I am Braden Wilson. I am your host here today on Soren Sports. And as always, I am joined by Alan Pena. And today, Alan, we got some good stuff in the works. We just finished a recording on NHL teams you guys need to keep an eye out for. But today, we're flipping the script. And Alan, what do we got on today's this particular episode. All right. You just mentioned we talked to the NHL. We gave our we gave our perspective on teams to to look out for, teams with question marks, teams that all right, they have a shot. Can they finally get through? It's the same for the NBA. And a lot of excitement is going on now with training camp already opening, media day already starting. So there's a lot to dive into and I am very excited. Just like I was for the NHL for the preseason. Now I'm excited to for training camp to start and preseason games to start sometime in the next three weeks. So there's been a lot going on in in the association. Uh, right. And I think that's this is really good. And and I think as we looked at it. We got some, there's some teams who have demolished themselves. There's some teams that are building and there's some teams that are contenders coming off that injury block. And so let's, let's get right into it. All right, let's get into it. And uh, I want to start with this team, Braden. And I mentioned this before we were closing. Um, this is a team that I follow, that I go nuts in, in their wins and defeats. This is a team last year that made the finals and made some additions. And you know who I'm talking about, Braden. Can you tell the audience? I honestly don't know. <laughs> you don't know? After are we all this talking time, about Boston? Yes, we are talking about Boston. <laughs> Normally, we'll start with the Warriors, but I I think the Warriors, they're fine. They're, they probably lost a couple players, but they always retool. They always figure it out. But Boston, the Celtics, that correct term, but I know you like to say Celtics, Braden, but I'll give you a pass on that. But the <laughs> Celtics, they made additions. They grabbed Malcolm Brockton to add to the point guard stability. They add Danilo Gallinari from Italy. So that's scoring off the bench. However, he he had a, a meniscus injury. Uh, I've been hearing different reports. I think he might be back in November. But look, either way, they've loaded it up. And then sometime last week, Brayden, uh, I woke up, probably you as did, with the news about their head coach, Ime Yudoka. Uh, what what happened uh, with the... the uh, with the relationship with the staffer, which violated uh, franchise policy, but and him getting suspended for the rest of the year. Joe Mazzula, 
as the new head coach, the interim head coach. Now it's like, can they, can they make, can they make it back? Like they, there's probably like a hole in the armor, as we all like to say, as we all like to say. And, and I just want to say, look, we don't know the whole situation. We probably will find out later, but to have it happen a week before training, a couple of days before training camp, it hurts. And and really, like I just want to say, like this is the part where us as like sports people, like covering sports, we we have to really look out for like because. Anything goes, and if we're not aware of situations, it will catch up to us. And that, to me, it kind of put perspective into, like, okay, like, I need to watch my surroundings. And and my prayer, my heart goes out to the staffer who wasn't uh, harassed by that um, or felt otherwise, and and to everybody involved. Like, whatever happens, um, hope hopefully that this is resolved and that we can get past it. And I know it's going to take time for the players, but little by little they're moving on. And I think what for the Celtics, the, this, this is going to be a test for them. Like, can they overcome this? Because it's not easy losing a coach who just got you to the finals. And he is a rising star in the coaching ranks. And this could probably be his only job. As a coach in the NBA, we'll see what happens. I'm not going to speculate that, but they still got a team. They're still the favorites to even win it. But this is going to be a true test for the Celtics. Can they come together and and overcome this challenge? Which this probably is going to be the biggest challenge, not not just in in the NBA, but I think one of the biggest challenges in pro sports. I I, w- I could agree with that. And I think the main thing, obviously, any harassment of any kind is terrible. You don't we don't endorse it here. Um, the fact that it happens is unfortunate. There's, it, it happens. But the fact that it happened in Boston with the head coach to those staffers and that staffer in particular, you know, we offer our condolences, our heartfelt prayers and thoughts are there, and we we condone actions of that of any kind. All right. But as as we focus back on the team, this could be a rallying point for the, the team of the Celtics. All right. Like we look at it, things like this are unfortunate. They happen. And you wonder if a suspension is enough. Obviously, the front office We'll look into that later, but for now, the suspension I feel is okay is the, a good call. Um, you you take a lot, every you suspend him, and then you can go from there on what you feel is the good move. But we have seen teams rally around each other and say, "Hey, let's perform well." And I think they're not going to say, "Hey, let's do it for our coach." I think they're going to say, "Let's do it for this staffer." Let's perform well and rally around her and let's show the world, Hey, we don't stand for this. We've already suspended the coach, but let's do more and rally around this event. What happened and show 
we can do, we'll do great things. Yeah. And I totally agree. I think Willie, um, look, not, not just, they went through that. They were also, they went through, Oh, are they going to trade for Kevin Durant? Trading Jalen Brown, which to me, I would have said, no, come on. Like five years ago. Okay. We could probably talk now. I'm like, come on, that's not going to happen. So, I, I, if you ask me how excited I am about my Celtics, because I root for them and I wear their jerseys, I go out and go nuts when they win or lose. I'm truly excited. I am. And the pieces they added, and look, what happened to them last year? Look, if you would have told me, Braden, that we were, we were, let's see, we were 28 and 31, and that in June, we were going to be two games away from winning the NBA Finals, I would have said, in what universe? Because it ain't going to happen in this one. It's not. But it did. And this has got a golden opportunity. Their team is still, they're still hungry. They've learned a lot being in the Finals. And they have to take advantage of this. Because this is a team that I, they can make it back. But the East got a little bit stronger. We'll talk about that. But look, what they went through this offseason, like, we don't wish that upon any team. I don't care what sport. But you mentioned it, Braden. This is the ultimate rallying cry, the ultimate opportunity for them to rally. Either way, we don't know the reports, what happened. We're not going to get into that. We'll... We'll let the fran the franchise decide what's appropriate, how to move forward after the season. Because they have, I wouldn't say they don't have a season to play for. When you're on a franchise like the Boston Celtics, like the Los Angeles Lakers, I would even add the Chicago Bulls and Golden State Warriors, you're not just playing for a season, you're playing for a title. And that is no excuse, no exception. And that's what the Celtics are playing for. That is the only word they have. It's to get not just back to the finals, but to raise another an 18th banner up at the TD, TD Garden. Right. And, you know, I think I don't. Yeah. Like, I think it's a possibility. They made it to the finals last year. They lost to the Warriors. Um, they did what they could. Uh, how are they going to perform this year, especially with all this surrounding the team? Um, you know, a lot of the games are players, coach, staff, front office are probably going to have to answer questions about this incident at some point. Um, how will they face the music and how will they move forward? I think those are your main questions. Yeah, but I think they're they're going to move forward either way. I think so. They're they're just they're they're letting it. The fire, like yeah, there's fire, but I think they're they're gonna get it out pretty much sometime in the season. We'll see what Coach Missoula does, but I think Coach Missoula, he's not panicking. Like he he also he also went through a tough moment, but it's how you bounce back. And I think now he's given a chance. This is his opportunity to not just guide them to the title, but also hey, like. This is his opportunity to showcase, hey, 
that whatever happens to Coach Yudoka, if he ends up getting fired, then you have your guy right there, and he can guide you for decades to come, especially with players like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You keep them together, which separate, I don't think it was never, it's never going to work, but keep them together. They got their core. Those two, Marcus Smart, I would even add Al Horford. Look, they're ready. Their goal is 18th. Banner 18th. Nothing else. That's what they're going to play, and they'll always play that way because that is who the Celtics are. Right, and yeah, I mean, I I think we can expect an interesting season from the Boston Celtics this year, and I think they're going to perform well. Well, yeah, they are, and they better. They right. better because last thing I want, I don't want to have gray hairs when we record. Yeah. And, and having to talk, why are we not performing? But I'm happy, and I expect great things. I right. really do. And, and here's the thing, too. And I think as we look at it, this – we'll move on as – hang on. Like, and I think, you know, this is – uh, an interesting thing to look at, and we'll we'll continue to talk about it as the season goes on. But with the Celtics, there's a lot to to see, and honestly, I think we sometimes see the team that loses the finals struggle the next year. I mean, same with the winning team; they struggle a bit because you know, hangover, played so many games. How will they do? What have you? As we look at another team, Alan, I think you know. This team has a lot of questions, but a lot of potential too. And that's the Denver Nuggets. Jokic, back-to-back MVP, star center, you know, lost in Eurobasket in an upset. But he's back, but his help has arrived. The Calvary is here, guys. In Denver, you got Nikola Jokic. You have MPJ coming back from another back surgery. How will he perform? Jamal Murray back from his ACL tear. You know, Aaron Gordon in those top four. When we last saw them play, it was like a really good run. I want to say it was like 27 or 9, something like that. They had, I think, the second best record of the NBA. Right. When you, there. when you look at that. So they're here. Unfortunately, we run into the Lakers. So that's just the question with the Nuggets, I feel. There's two. Number one, okay, how is the help going to do? Jamal Murray, how will he do after injury? Um ACL tears are horrible. They suck. I think why we didn't see him come back last year is because there was some mental battles he was struggling with. He admitted that. Well, I don't know if he actually admitted that, but it was widely assumed that that trust with the knee wasn't quite back yet. You don't want to rush that. And he's back. He trusts his legs underneath him. He's ready to go. MPJ's ready to go. How will they do? And honestly, I think... The Lakers, unfortunately, and you know, I know your wife might not like this, Alan, but I don't think they're going to do well this year. They they did horrible last year, and I think that's going to be the the current trend for this year. Well, it's they're going to be interesting because it's just like, look, you still got LeBron, um, and we've had conversations. Heck, I've had, as a matter of fact, I've had conversations with some Lake 
Laker people. And to be honest, like, look, Patrick Beverly, a great defensive guy and all, but I'm like, you traded him, you traded Talent Horton Tucker or Patrick Beverly. That one, I was like, you traded him, you traded THT for him? I'm not saying he's a bad player. The guy is the defensive uh, test juggernaut, but sometimes I don't know if he's the perfect fit because this team is getting a little bit older. And and another thing with Anthony Davis, and this is something that I've I've thought about. I think this is his last chance with the Lakers for Anthony Davis. If he gets injured again or something, like and or like he plays great or something, then gets injured and then they don't make the playoffs. I think we might this might be the last season for Anthony Davis in a Laker uniform. I'm saying it right now. This is this is his last chance. Like I felt ever since the bubble, like it's gotten it's gotten worse. Like he's performed great enough, but it's gotten worse. So for the Lakers, even I've had some Laker fans agree to this. This is the last chance. If if same result, he's out. I'm saying I'm, he's out. He will be traded. Where there's rumors he want he wants to. There's rumors they might trade him to his hometown and play with the Bulls. Who knows? But I think to me, if something, if they don't make the playoffs and Anthony Davis gets hurt or something like that, I think he's going to be the first man, the first player to be traded from the Lakers. All right. And I think what next is you get rid of LeBron James and you just blow up the team. I think that's what snakes if we don't see another successful successful year in LA. I don't know if they're going to do that. LeBron just signed another two-year deal. And the only way that will happen is I, once his son starts playing. If mm-hmm. he gets drafted somewhere, say, if his son, Bronny, is playing in, I don't know, let me think. If he gets drafted by... Just to say, the Nuggets, mm-hmm. then he's going to go play with in Denver. And I know you'll be very excited to see the Jameses teaming up with the Joker. I mean, I'd be okay with it, cause, but also, I don't think I would see it. I can see it happening in Denver because I don't think that's their style of play goes or, well. Or if he goes to, I think, I don't know, uh, if he gets drafted by. I'll give you another team. Probably gets drafted by Portland. Who knows? Right. But that's knows? the only way. That's the only way LeBron will leave. Is if once his son gets drafted and he's still healthy, I'm gonna go play with my son or his other son Bryce, who I think has two years left in high school and then college. If he can keep it up, then he'll play with both his sons for a season and then retire. That's the only way LeBron will leave the Lakers. But them tearing it down. I probably could see that happening in two seasons. All right. I think the inevitable um, teardown. There we go. That's the word. <laughs> the inevitable teardown is on its way. Um, unfortunately, I think once the LeBron tenure in LA is done, the Lakers, they have to rebuild. We're going to have to see that. Um, 
but yeah, and I think that's the the main question with the Lakers is how are they going to do this this season, and will they bounce back? We've been talking about it, and there's the official question, and I think the next questionable team I have is the New York the New Orleans Pelicans, right? Zion Williamson, he's there. He has the makings for an NBA star. He's got the paycheck, but he doesn't have the stats to back it up, and the team is is struggling. I wouldn't say they're struggling. Last year, they almost gave Phoenix a heart attack. They did, and I think New Orleans, I expect them to improve. I really do. The, the trade that they made for C.J. McCollum, I felt at first I'm like, the Pelicans? That's not a team that's not in the playoffs. But I think his style of play made the Pelicans dangerous. And they had a top five record in the NBA in the second half ever since they made that trade. So the Pelicans, I think they're going to be a better team. Zion Williamson, look, he's gotten himself in better shape. He... Him and CJ McCollum are getting along. They have, I think they have the perfect coach for them and Willie Green, who was a former player, and he understands the ins and outs. So I think New Orleans, I expect them to to be a better team. New Orleans. Okay. Well, I'll uh, I, I think so too. Um, I mean, and honestly. The other two teams that I feel are worth mentioning is the sec, the sec, the seventy sixers, and oh, what was the other team? Oh, and the Warriors. You got to mention the Warriors, with the fact that you know their core is aging. They're doing well with their secondary core. Big thing we talked about for sustained success in the NHL episode. Go f- listen to that. They're doing great. Will they continue this run they're on, or is are we start? Will we run into the end? That remains to be seen. Yeah, but I think they're look. They, I think the injuries that they had to Steph and Clay. You can even add Draymond Green. It humbles them. It really did. And I think when, as a team that has won a lot and you get humbled, it normally opens your eyes and be like, okay. What can we do to make it back? And it showed to me with Steph Curry, he trusted in management. Hey, build build a team. We'll get healthy. And that's where I talked about Andrew Wiggins from Canada. Yeah, it was going to be a games where Steph Curry was going to struggle. Where was one of those players going to show up? And Andrew Wiggins has done that. And I think... He's now in a situation where, yeah, a number one pick, but to a team that never amounts to much in Minnesota. And he goes to the Warriors, knows how to develop, learns from the best, and that guy was pretty much a killer for the Celtics. We had, like, pretty much he started Jason Tatum by the sixth game. He pretty much shut him down. Pretty much. And... That's where you talk about the second period for him and Jordan Poole. And I think they're they're fine. They're going to figure it out, and they're going to move forward. Right. And I, I, I hate to agree with you, especially because they're in the same conference as my, my Nuggets. But I think 
they're they're going to have continued success. I th- I wonder if they struggle this year this year just because of health issues in the past. Um, and they made they played a lot of basketball last year, so I wonder how that's going to st- affect them. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll wait and see. Um. With the Sixers, I think it all comes down to Embiid and Harden and how, how that team is just going to perform this year. Um. I honestly, I think they're going to make the they make the playoffs, but I don't know how far they're going to go. I think they're going to be the one team that can that could disrupt either Boston or Milwaukee. Because I think those two, and we need to mention Milwaukee in here, they, as long as you got Giannis, you're you're going to have a shot. And also with Chris Middleton being back, that's going to help with Milwaukee. Like They're the one team that can destroy the conference finals matchup between Philly and, and Milwaukee. No, I mean Boston and Milwaukee. They added P.J. Tucker, who pretty much wherever he goes, they win. So they're the one team. The one question I have is Doc Rivers, their coach. Can he really put it together? We're going to find out. And other teams as well, Donovan Mitchell to the Cavaliers, I think they're going to move up. Um, Brooklyn, they had a mess. I'm not going to mention them as contenders. I hear others, but I'm like, that's just ridiculous. No way. Right. I, I, I agree with Brooklyn. I think they, they got too many issues going on for them to for them to work out. Um, but yeah, I think we need to go more in depth with some other teams. I think Miami needs has some questions around them. Um I need I would have to look into it a bit more. Um, but yeah, so check out Pineapple 22 Media. Al and I will have a couple articles based on this episode in particular um coming out where we'll talk about this in particular of um, what we feel, what teams we feel will do well, what teams we won't. Um, and we'll continue this preview series we got going. And as we start winding down, guys, unfortunately, I'm running out. We're running out of time for recording today. It's uh, It's been a good day, though. So let's uh, we'll I'll hit the button. And guys, we hope you like but Pineapple 22 Media has offered, especially with this pilot podcast on the network of Soren Sports. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to put spotlight on these teams and these players who don't necessarily come from the United States or, and in some cases, you know, Canada for some teams and some leagues, you know. But we want to talk about all these players. We want to talk to them. We want to talk to reporters covering them like we did with your Creaseman. Um, we we got a lot of, of ambitious goals for this network, but we want to hear from you. Reach out to us at pineapple22media at gmail.com. Uh, reach out. You can co- find that on our website at pineapple22media.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Reach out to us. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you like from us and what you think we can do to be better. Yeah, and, we'll, and we're gladly will improve and we'll gladly listen. And also, I know to those that are listening, keep listening, keep sharing it. And also, we still have a lot of episodes that you've that if for some reason you missed, you're there. There, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your to your podcast, all our episodes are there. Down or there, pretty much, forever. Right, and you know we mentioned it on the NHL episode. 
But guys, we got some fun stuff coming in the network. We're going to talk about a few things I think will be interesting. And Alan, I think one thing in this up an upcoming episode that I think we need to do is we'll go through a, a Mount Rushmore, if you will. You know, everyone knows what Mount Rushmore is. It's in South Dakota, four faces of U.S. presidents carved into the side of a mountain, for those that might not know. When we took talk about teams and players, a lot of teams will talk about a Mount Rushmore. We're going to start doing that with some countries. Um, and I think up next, especially with Albert Frujols reaching 700 home runs, his card is jacked and broken in MLB The Show 22, by the way. Um, I think the main question, we'll talk about that Mount Rushmore, and I think that's going to be our next episode, guys. Stay tuned. We'll have that come out next week. We love y'all. Stay safe.